0: It's religion today, it's ideology today, and our secularist friends also have a faith. Some kind of Disneyland fantasy. I know how this is going to get heard in the secular world. Where the pseudo-Christian masks are off. That's nonsense, ladies and gentlemen. Apologetics isn't just about giving answers to other people's questions it's also about learning to question other people's answers or even question the question itself in a Christian worldview welcome to quantum number 180 happy new year to you I'm gonna do what I do normally at this year I've written an article on this as well that you'll find on the website which is looking at 10 predictions for 2022 Um, my predictions for 2021 basically turned out to be right because I think they were so general but I suspect this year's will be the same. But I'll tell you what, let's start off with an old song. That is, of course, the Plastic Ono band, John Lennon and Yoko Ono, uh, saying let's give peace a chance. Well, wasn't that supposed to happen? Late 1960s, 1970s, weren't we going to see the end of war? Well, not at all. And one of the things I will haphazard a guess at is that we are likely to see some kind of war in 2022. To me the most obvious possibility is Russia and Ukraine. The threat from Russia grows much more serious as they continue to ramp up their anti-Western rhetoric and Ukraine could well be the, the flashpoint for that. Now I still think that the idea of an open war between NATO and Russia is unlikely but I think the situation will deteriorate And I think that Russia could well invade eastern Ukraine. And here's the big kicker in all of this. One third of all gas used in Europe comes from Russia. Our green parties, and now that a a kind of green is in charge in Germany, this makes it even worse. Our green parties have so weakened Western economies that they are now dependent on Russia. Another situation that we we can't forget about is, of course, China and Taiwan. And, you know, what what could America and the West do if Russia invaded Ukraine and China invaded Taiwan more or less at the same time? And then there's China's protégé, North Korea. Now, it is extremely serious that North Korea, this week, fired what appeared to be a ballistic missile into the sea near Japan. North Korea, it appears, despite its poverty, has made tremendous progress. Now, there's no question at all that this is bankrolled by the Chinese and Chinese technology. They have nuclear weapons. They are a phenomenal danger. And again, that's something that we need to to watch in 2022. Here's an area that for many people is a joke. I mean, listen... Tell me what country this is, listen to this national anthem. That is the Kazakhstan National Anthem. Now, most people in the West know of Kazakhstan because of Borat, which is, to me, actually quite disgusting and also a little bit racist. Kazakhstan's a joke country to us. That anthem says, we are valiant people, the sons of honor, we have shed our blood for freedom. We have emerged from the depths of gloomy distress. We triumph to glory and success. Soar ye, eagle of freedom, fly into the breadth of unity. And so on. Kazakhstan is the ninth-largest country in the world geographically. It has 20 million people, 72% of whom are Muslim, 23% Christians. Kazakh, by the way, means to wander, and it's the word from which we get the word Cossack. Well, the reason I mention Kazakhstan, it's a resources-rich country. It comes between China and Russia and India and Iran. It's experiencing great upheaval at the moment. Their president, Kasim Yomrat Tokayev, has accepted the resignation of the country's cabinet just hours after he declared a state of emergency. And this came about, and this is going to be something for 2022, because this is happening in Lebanon, this will happen in Africa, this will happen elsewhere, because of an energy price hike. The the largest city is Almaty, and there have been numerous protests because of this energy hike. This oil-rich country is pricing its people out of energy. Okay, that's my first, if you like, my first prediction is there will be wars. My second prediction, of course, is to do with Covid. Now there are so many things to say about that. Even as I speak, things are moving on incredibly quickly. The measures that governments put into place to deal with this are are now basically useless in the face of Omicron. But the good news is that Omicron is much less dangerous and could end up providing a a variability or a a protection itself. There are very few countries in the world that are now still going for zero COVID. China is one of them. You think of Xi'an, uh, 13 million people there. That's more than in Sydney, Melbourne and, and Brisbane combined. There are only 1,700 cases, but they've had a real lockdown. And I mean real lockdown. You, you cannot even leave your home. Increasingly, there is growing concern within China that the population are not going to be kept under control for much longer. Then in the West, I think my concern is that the measures that governments have taken to deal with COVID, whether right or wrong, we're going to find that they, how will I put it, they're not going to hang on to them, I think. Take, for example, French President Emmanuel Macron, who's just incredibly authoritarian against the unvaccinated. And he says this, when my freedoms threaten that of others, I become irresponsible. An irresponsible person is no longer a citizen. Do you get that? An irresponsible person is no longer a citizen. Now, Macron is not thinking that his actions are threatening the freedom of those who don't want to take state-appointed vaccines. That's not how he thinks. And you'll notice how these authoritarian, inverted commas, liberals like Macron, like Trudeau, to be honest like Sturgeon, like Jacinda Ardern, like Boris Johnson has become. They are setting up a scenario whereby if you don't agree with them you are no longer a citizen. And here in Australia, well, what does all this have to do with Covid? Listen to this. Is nine Australian Open titles. That was Novak Djokovic winning his last year, his ninth Australian Open title. Now, at the point of recording, I'm not sure exactly what's going to happen, but he was given an exemption to come and play. He flew into the country. Um, the politicians, and it is the politicians, because of a Twitter backlash, that's how I would describe it, they've decided he can't stay. And so at the moment, he's appealing to a federal court, but he's about to be thrown out. Now, think about it this way. What harm can Djokovic do, or indeed can anyone do? Uh, Victoria, where he is, is getting at least 20,000, probably 50,000 cases a day. If he's unvaccinated, then the only harm he does is to himself, not to anybody else. But... Both Scott Morrison wanting to appear tough and Daniel Andrews wanting to appear tough. It's very disappointing. So my, my second prediction is that the authoritarian measures that governments have taken to deal with COVID, I don't think they will be wound back and I think they will be used again. Climate change. Let me say something about climate change. I think there'll be a change in the debate about climate change because more and more people will come to see Just how they've been sold something that is not true. So after COP26, well I've already mentioned the Ukrainian grass thing. The US started pressuring the Saudis to produce more oil. Australia is selling more coal. Temperatures across the UK have barely moved for over a decade compared to the latest 30-year average. In fact, last year was 0.34 degrees centigrade colder than 2020, and the coldest year since 2015. The 2010s were colder than the 2000s. The year was as cool as 1733, 1779, and 1770. Yeah, and 1779, sorry. So now you'll notice what the media will do. They will focus on individual weather events. And they will continue to put the narrative that humans are changing the whole climate by burning fossil fuel. Now, I think that human beings have an impact on the climate, but it's too simplistic a narrative. And I think that people are going to push back against that more and more, despite all the propaganda that comes from governments and from media. And you're seeing that when people in the UK are faced, and elsewhere are faced with energy prices that are massive because of green taxes, And they see the corporations benefiting from that. In other words, the poor becoming poorer and the rich becoming richer because of climate change measures. It's the same like COVID. Surely people will say enough. Number four, the Gnostic wars will increase. Now, what I mean by the Gnostic wars is the view, say, like transgender and so on, uh, that we're separate from our bodies. We can determine whatever we want to be just with our minds. Now we'll come back, obviously, again, I'm going to do a couple of specials. One will be on transgender, but I tell you what, let's have another old song. generation hope I die before I get old. Now I've tried to check this I think this is true uh, it wouldn't surprise me so far the sources I've looked at have said this is true but people in Mexico can now alter their birth certificate to match an age of their choosing. Mexico's Supreme Court of Justice of the Nation and I picked this up from the Christian Institute made the bizarre ruling while claiming a preferred date of birth went quote unquote beyond biological truth they said that if a person had anchored anchored their identity in a later date of birth for a significant period of time then their birth certificate could be altered to match this social reality An identity is built throughout life the ruling added any newly any new socially constructed date of birth becomes part of a person's biography and transcends biological truth. <laughs> Tomás Henriquez, ADF International's Director of Advocacy for Latin America and Caribbean, said the court had turned into reality what some had previously considered to be an unthinkable exaggeration, the inauguration of age identity and the advent of transitarian status. Gender ideology, he says, jeopardizes our capacity as society to perceive and affirm reality. Well, hope I die before I get old. You don't need to do that anymore. Townsend and so you can just declare yourself to be young and they can put that on your birth certificate. Unbelievable. Now along with that the cancel culture will increase. They keep denying that it exists but it does exist. Just ask J.K. Rowling, just ask Kathleen Stock and ask many others. Have a listen to this. I'm going to give you one example of this. Have a listen to this. Deja a mi odea, deja a mi odea, deja de lo de That is Ekiad Mi Yodia by Ohad Naharin, performed by the Bat Shiva, the Young Ensemble. They are Israeli. One of the people who will experience cancel culture almost more than anyone are the Jewish people. For example, this week more than 20 acts have pulled out of the 2022 Sydney Festival just 48 hours before opening night, boycotting the festival because of a sponsorship deal with the Israeli embassy. Now, You could say, fine, they've got a right to protest. But here's the hypocrisy in this. I will guarantee you that very few of those acts would pull out if there was sponsorship by the Chinese. Or by other groups, other countries. This is just the world's oldest hatred in action again. But cancel culture will express itself in many other ways as well. Number six, the economy. I think that in 2022, most normal people are going to get a real shock. I think the wealthy will be protected, but I think climate change measures, COVID measures and other things will all combine. It's what's called a perfect storm of political and economic factors. Inflation is already rising. Italian inflation, for example, this week has surged to its highest rate for more than a decade at 4.2%. It will rise in Australia. It's rising in the UK. And energy bills, and we'll come back to this, are going to dig deeper into households' pockets. In Scotland, the SNP Green Budget will slash funding for councils while giving them free reign to hike the rates, meaning there's going to be increases in council tax. Things like the Scottish Government requiring every householder to install interlinked fire alarms. It's going to cost There's going to be a lot of money for ordinary families. Number seven, politics. I'll just make these predictions. In Scotland, there will be no indie rev. There'll be a lot of noise, but no indie rev. Will Boris stay? Probably. Should he? Probably not. But who could replace him? In France, there is a possibility that Macron could lose. You have to hope that he would, but who knows? In Australia, will it be Morrison or Albanese? The media, of course, and all the pundits are going to say that Albanese will win. Because, after all, for most of them, he's the one they want to win. But Morrison did it before, and he could do it again. Although he has to stop pandering to what I would call the ABC crowd. Because he could lose a lot of his core vote to third parties. And in the US, in November, there'll be the midterm elections. With most members of Congress and state governors up for re-election, now Joe Biden's approval ra- rating is absolutely atrocious, and there is real concern in the Democratic Party that when they go to the polls on November the eighth, it would leave Biden too weakened to pass his agenda. Uh, America right now is a very concerning situation in lots of ways. A weak president, uh, as Biden is, in a in a weak setup is not going to be good for the rest of the world. All right, culture. Let's have another song. We passed up on the stairs. He spoke of was and when. Although I wasn't there. He said I was his friend. Which gave us some surprise. I spoke into his eyes I thought you died alone A long, long time Now that's not David Bowie covering the song by Nirvana. Nirvana covered his song. It was his song. 20 years ago, David Bowie said that the internet was changing the music industry and that music would become a commodity like running water or electricity. The absolute transformation of everything we ever thought about music will take place within 10 years and nothing is gonna be able to stop it. I'm fully confident that copyright, for instance, will no longer exist in 10 years said he in 2002. However, he was wrong about that, but he was right about the music industry changing. A couple of weeks ago, his entire songwriting catalogue has been sold to Warner Music for an estimated 346 million uh, Australian dollars. That's 250 million uh, US dollars. Heroes, Starman, Space Oddity, Let's Dance, The Man Who Sold the World... Springsteen sold his catalogue to Sonny for $764 million. Bob Dylan to Universal Music for $417 million. So the record label will collect the income from the artist's royalties, licensing, brand deals and everything else. None of that goes to the artist, who of course has been really well paid. I, I don't know. I, I like the idea of being able to own records and play them. I'm finding it increasingly frustrating that... You can't play the songs of your youth or even of your middle age or even of the current day uh, without having to pay these mega corporations. Oh well, uh, here's another prediction. I think that this will continue its dominance of world music. That was, of course, the originator of K-pop. Uh, Psy with Gangnam Style. Do you know that, that little clip there is from Live in Seoul, and you need to watch it. And I do think one of the things I'd like to contrast is the contrast between North Korea with Starvation and South Korea. I'm not sure that the materialism and everything else... Without Christianity, if South Korea, and I I am concerned about the church in South Korea that it will decline, I think if that happens, both North Korea and South Korea will find themselves being eaten away by different kinds of societal cancers. The church. Okay, have a listen to this. It's the Queen's double platinum. This coming year, should be 70 years on the throne. That is an anthem that's been picked by the Commonwealth Sounds. Now, why do I say that it's about the church? Well, the Queen is meant to be the head of the Church of England. And the lyrics sound great. A life lived with grace when the world has turned to darkness and there's troubled seas ahead. You're the light that guides the ship home. A life filled with grace, a life filled with love, peace on earth and harmony in the heavens above. You're the sun that shines upon the earth. If they're singing that about Christ, fine. If it's about the Queen, it's blasphemy. Uh, Other things coming up. Uh, Brian Houston's case, I suspect, will garner massive headlines. The Lambeth conference this summer will be a disaster. And gay conversion therapy will be used by western governments to limit the church in what it can say. All right, the good news. This is my tenth prediction. This one's a guarantee that Jesus will still be on the throne. Yep, in all these things, we can worry about all these different things, but Christ is on the throne. That's why those of us who are Christians need to live the Christian life. Let me play you this gem of a song that I discovered, and we'll go out with this. This is The Birds. My buddies tell me that I should have waited They say I'm missing a whole world of fun But I still love them And I sing with pride You know, there's the challenge to those of us who are Christians. We need to live lives which challenge the culture. We need also to understand the culture, and that's what quantum's about. If you want to support us, please feel free to go to the Podbean fundraiser. Thanks again to all of you who do. Um, Join us next week. Uh, If you've got any comments or thoughts or ideas, please feel free to pass them on. I'm very grateful for all the prayers and comments and, and, and criticisms as well that I receive. But I'm most grateful of all that in all the stuff that we look at, that Christ is on the throne and he calls those of us who are his people to live the Christian life and those of us who don't yet know him, he says to you, come, come and experience life. God bless you and see you next week. Happy New Year.